Welcome to our Lead to Succeed podcast, where we share leadership and business growth insights, both from our own experiences and that of our guests. We're the hosts. I'm Rebecca Jenkins, founder of Argen, helping companies to grow by finding, gaining and growing the best clients. And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode. Welcome to our Lead to Succeed podcast episode. And today we have the pleasure of having Matthias Ovawoski with us. Now, welcome, Matthias. You are the co-founder and sales director of Cellizer. So maybe a minute just to introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much, Rebecca, for uh, asking me to visit your uh, your podcast. Hello. So, uh, yes, I'm Mateusz Szosowski. I'm a co-founder and sales director in uh, Cellizer, which is a software which helps uh, salespeople to know what exactly is going on with the offer they have sent. Brilliant, thank you. So let's get started and let's find out about your take on leadership and what leadership means to you. Over to you, Callum. Yeah, Matthew, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks very much for joining and I'm really, really excited to hear more about your story of starting your own business and kind of what, what you've learned from that role. I'll try but, to share. <laughs> yeah, awesome, looking forward to it. Um, so I guess cracking off with the, the first question, um, maybe in your role of being a co-founder or in some of the other roles that you've had, or maybe learning from other people as well. What, what would you say is like your best um, kind of example of what great le- leadership has, has been for you? Okay, so actually I would like to ask uh, this question from some historical uh, background because as we have spoken before, you've asked me to, to share some of these stories. Um, and actually, in my opinion, the most important thing for the leader is, uh, this is in my, I think that this is the person from whom you can learn a lot. I remember that when I have left the corporation and I started working in the startups, uh, I've met with my boss uh, for whom uh, sharing knowledge was such an obvious thing. And for me, that was absolutely crazy. And I remember that uh, each time I was trying to catch some news from the marketing or from the sales area uh, to shine because I was the new employee. I was trying to shine right uh, uh, with the news. And actually each time I was telling to him, hey, Julius, did you know that something that he was talking to me, something like, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. But you should read this book, this book and this book. And here you have link and you have here a great podcast. So after every question that I've asked, I was receiving tons of information to learn more about. And for me, that was uh, great and feeling uh, uh, feeling absolutely, absolutely very good in every day, in every moment that no matter how difficult case uh, I had to do, uh, I have a leader who can uh, help me in every case because he has a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge. So actually, that was very, very important for me. And I think that uh, a leader is a person who it's not the smartest guy in the office, not always, of course, but uh, he should and he ought to uh, know how to share information and basically how to help other people to, to get those informations. Also, I, I, I would agree with that as well, Matthias. And quick question off the back of that. When, when you say like kind of learning and sharing knowledge from the leader, do you think that's in, in regards to like a, like a technical knowledge sharing about the product or the company, whatever it is you're working on? Or do you think it's more kind of knowledge sharing of, of how to lead the team, how to be a leader and, and, and that sort of thing? 
Um, I think that being a leader is a tough job and it's combining uh, everything around, yeah, because at the end of the day, this is the person for uh, who, who is making the decisions and uh, who should help other people, yeah, and uh, sh- and share it. But um, we have a saying in Poland that uh, if, if something is for everything, it's worth nothing or it should it should sound somewhat like this in English. Um, so basically, I think it's better to be an expert in some uh, uh, some narrow area uh, rather than being an, an omnibus uh, who just knows everything because it will not work out at the end of the day. So um, I think it's good to uh, good to experience uh, and good to have our skills in some uh, in some specific um, area. But on the other hand, as I was saying, uh, it's a uh, it's a tough job. Uh, it still should combine uh, various areas around the around the company. How do you share that in your role as a leader, Matthew? So you've learned from others who have been very willing and very open to share information and to help other people to progress. So how do you do that in your role? Uh, yes, actually, uh, having a background in working in various companies. Oh, most of them were in the SaaS area. They were in tech industry companies, and my background is mostly from uh, from sales. So uh, having this history on my back uh, is is making uh, some kind of something easier. But during those times, uh, being a leader is uh, difficult, in my opinion, from from typical human view, uh, much more difficult because our Salizer team works uh, absolutely remotely. Uh, so all of us are meeting uh, really few times a year. This is the month that we can face each other. And it's much more difficult than being, uh, uh, being in an office, uh, having the contact with the people all the time and being just uh, uh, just another pop-up on the um, on the on the on the zoom or on the on the company slack or or email so i think this is much more difficult uh, still actually i have some uh, um, i have some uh, um, uh, i have some things that uh, are not changing no matter where i'm working or with whom i'm working and i think that uh, uh, having your own expose like the typical leader uh, expose and uh, just informing other people what are the basic rules and what is important to you and trying to share those ideas with the people i think this is the the important thing so like uh, uh setting setting the rules and also uh, to know people what are my key values like i think that I'm sure, but no, I'm not sure. But I think that uh, everybody in my team and in our company uh, knows other people's values, which are unchangeable uh, and and very very important for us. So I think that with sharing them, uh, it makes it makes uh, uh, leadership uh, easier. But it's I'm, I'm still learning, of course, and still making stupid mistakes from time to time. But but this is our job. And just just to add one more thing, I think that what is difficult is to. Uh, understand uh, that we have teammates and teammates are people so they have their own problems they have their own skills uh, ideas uh, any any other things yes so it's like being a little bit like a psychologist who needs to just try to understand those problems and just live with them yeah like on today morning uh, 8 a.m uh, i was uh, i was rang by uh, another a friend of my teammate um 
who just uh, told me that he's sick, so he cannot work today. And maybe because of the procedures, it's not a very big problem, uh, but he's another person from the customer success team, yeah? So on the other hand, we have other people, like from the marketing, who are making the customer support uh, today uh, for our clients, uh, just to work it uh, smooth all the time, yeah? Uh, so like the small personal problem needs to be solved that from for for uh, by the people from other uh, areas of our company uh, and just because we are we are feeling that this is just one team uh, uh, everybody is willing up to it and like in the startup uh, everybody must know uh, uh, other areas how they how they works and just to uh, just to uh, finish the sentence this is made of uh, the team leaders um, who are sharing weekly on uh, on our uh, meetings uh, what exactly is going on uh, in every team, what are the processes, what are the changes. So like for uh, anybody who is working on, let's say, the customer support, he exactly know what kind of campaigns are we are running right now, what are the conversions, and and uh, we know deeply about other um, procedures uh, which are in the in the different areas of the of the company. So thanks for, thanks for sharing some insights into you know kind of the current challenges you're facing within your business, Matthias. And my question off the back of that is being a co-founder, like a leader of your of your business internally, um, I'd be really interested to ask kind of what sort of current leadership challenges do you face um, within the business at the moment? So actually always the most challenging for me was the responsibility uh, that at the end uh, I am the person responsible for example right here the sales team the customer success uh, so all the people who are working in my two teams uh, how they are conduct uh, how they can get their job every day how to get their leads into clients how to help improve the processes but uh, uh, but at the end uh, for the income the personal income yeah uh, the salary right so each time that we are facing uh, some difficulties on the market for some of them we have some impact on some of them absolutely no uh, each time uh, feeling of this responsibility on the other people uh, I think this is difficult uh, you can get used to it actually I think that I'm in the moment like uh, right now that uh, I got used to for it enough to not have too much emotions on it but uh, the, the, the responsibility I think it's the, the number one if we talk about the challenges and difficulties because everything every other things can be solved by yourself by your friends uh, uh, I have informal uh, uh, friends uh, club let's say uh, it's like mastermind similar to the mastermind so me and my friends who've been working together right now we are on the in, in the various markets various companies uh, uh, but still uh, still we have our own teams uh, we are meeting once two one time for two or three weeks uh, to share typical problems that we we, we have yeah just to find some uh, find some help so that makes uh, it a little bit um, easier. Everything, every other problems uh, can be solved, but uh, the feeling of the responsibility is only for the for the leader. And also, the another thing is fighting with the ambitions. Uh, I think that I'm very ambitious person. Uh, sometimes don't those ambitions are eating me, uh, which is uh, uh, problematic for them. I would like to get more and more and more. Uh, and I know that I have a team uh, and our company culture uh, that needs to fit uh, together. And sometimes I would need to just reschedule in calendar my ideas and goals uh, uh, because it must fit with the rest of the rest of the team. It's really interesting you started to talk about a mastermind there. 
Um, because one of the one of the books I've been reading at the moment is Think and Grow Rich, which I'm sure maybe you've heard of, I'm sure our listeners have heard of too. And one of the things that they talk that the author talks about in that book is about having a mastermind group, people that you can kind of um, talk to, share problems with, and kind of get their feedback on as to how you can kind of overcome those problems and, and, and progress forwards. So I'd be interested to hear from your perspective. In what ways do you feel that that mastermind sort of helps you grow as, as a leader and then also kind of lead your business as well? It's like a boost because in many cases uh, you can think for think for uh, think for hours or days about solving some problem, and maybe it's just a problem that someone in similar situation, similar uh, business, uh, had solved uh, a week ago, a month ago, or solved thousand times. So it's not worth to uh, to make some uh, stupid things again, which I have done a lot of in my life, and I will do a lot of them, of course. Um, so so it's like a nice boost. I can call it a consulting, but actually with those mastermind groups, I had some problem and um, because I was uh, I was attempting uh, the first mastermind group, then I switched into the second uh, because mostly it came up not into the sharing the ideas how to solve typical problem, uh, but actually how to get some leads. And I was very annoyed at the very beginning and very disgusted that uh, in at that meeting on Thursday night, when I would need to solve some problems and maybe help solve some other managers, uh, uh, team leaders' problems, I came into sharing the, the leads. So actually, uh, this was why I thought with my friends, hey, we've been working together. We know our skills. Right now, we are in different companies. So let's uh, uh, let's let's share those uh, those skills and and solve together uh, some of the problems. Yes. Uh, and actually, I need to say that I have another mastermind group, uh, which is uh, with my dad. Uh, actually, a lot of things that uh, I'm doing in the business and uh, he's doing right now uh, are our together mastermind group because uh, right now uh, um, there are a lot of things that we are sharing together uh, in terms of uh, our work life and the especially the solutions. So I'm his sales consultant and he's my as uh, um, team leader uh, mentor but it's good to hear that you have that support group and it's something that a lot of leaders on our podcast say you know you've got to have that group around you that can support you because it can feel lonely at the top sometimes so having that external support group is important and the other thing that resonates that we hear from a lot of leaders is that it's a consistent an ongoing learning we always need to learn more and it will never stop as long as we have an open mind and want to continue to learn. It's the best way to develop your leadership skills, regardless of what stage you are in your career, regardless of how much of experience you have. So Matthias, one of the um, one of the things that leaders have to face is making tough decisions and having difficult conversations. It goes with leadership. What are your tips for leaders to deal with those tough conversations? Well, I have few things that are most important for me every day not only in the in the personal life as like in the in the in corporate uh, life and actually for me uh, sincerity and justice those are two key values that are uh, are traveling with me for a long from a very long time uh, and uh, being open-minded and tell exactly what is going on, uh, what is the problem, how you are proposing to, to solve this uh, solve this problem is, in my opinion, extremely important. Like, um, I've been, not only once, I have been in a situation that I needed to face with a problem. Like, for example, my boss said, hey, there is a problem like that. What are you going to do with it? I have no idea. So you have a bigger problem right now. And it's nothing, nothing great. That was actually one of the 
I was working once in a place where I had this conversation twice. And after I heard it twice, just do it. But what? We don't know. You don't know, but just do it. So I said, okay, so goodbye. I'm leaving the company right now. Um, because it has nothing to do. Like it, I wasn't learning anything. Like you, you said a, a very great sentence about the uh, learning, how it's important to it. And actually, each time I'm trying to hire someone, I ask a simple question. What have you learned lately? And it doesn't matter if it's a, a, something private, something uh, a corp, or something or something for the uh, uh, for the work life. I'm I'm interested if someone is learning, if someone likes to learn, or started new studies or new hobby. Yeah, uh, it's good question about the hobby and trying to uh, to find some more values into it uh, uh, for the personal life. So uh, this is those. So getting back to the to the getting straight. Uh, the the sincerity and the the justice I think they are extremely important. They also can give you uh, uh, to have a helicopter view on the company because like uh, being a manager, it's like um, always you have some more informations and and other like helicopter view for the for the company employees. Not always there are some information that they should not really uh, really know for their good only for their good of course. But in other cases uh, we should be very very open. And other thing is important to fit into the uh, the culture. It's easier if you are being promoted during the uh, during your job uh, because you know exactly the the the, the corporate culture. Uh, but if you are coming from the outside, it's difficult because you have your own habits, uh, your own likes, and it's uh, it's difficult. Also, uh, you need to know your team exactly, in my opinion, because like if you are a player, you will not get the goal with the B or C players because you, you expect everyone to be A players yeah, around you and not always it's working. So then you are just a crazy, crazy guy who came here and think that we're going to fly into space in a week. It's not going to, to work out yeah, because you are the, the A player. So uh, uh, getting this cultural fit and understanding uh, how it's working, I think that it can make those uh, uh, tough decisions and tough uh, tough conversations um, easier. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that it should it should work out in in more cases, many cases. Talking of learnings, Matthias, um, going back to that time you shared when when you were 24 and you had to to hire a sales team and recruit everyone and onboard them and and, and all those different things, which sounded like it was a new thing for you. What, what advice would you give to someone who's also just kind of coming into a leadership position, perhaps for the first time, either like an entrepreneur or like they're being promoted into a leadership position within a company? What sort of advice off the back of that experience you had would you give to them moving into that leadership position for the first time? Mm, I think two things would be important there. First of all, leave ego behind the doors because mm -hmm. our ego is uh, always the things that will stop us from uh, improving ourselves uh, and nothing good goes with it. Uh, so leave the ego behind the doors, really. Uh, uh, being promoted, having the better car, suit or uh, footer in the email is not, uh, is not worth for losing the, uh, losing the connection with the team. But still remember that there is some some moment where we have the wall, yeah, because of the importance. But uh, another thing is that uh, uh, when you become a, a leader, you need to understand that you will live with the teammate problems, uh, and you will have the impact of the everyday feeling and activities and the, the job they do and the sense of this uh, of this job. So it goes for the responsibility that I've been talking uh, uh, previously, yeah. Uh, 
if you are responsible for them, uh, they will be open for you, but people need to understand them. So it goes into the another point that I was talking also a, a moment before the, the sincerity. I actually like to, I'm very, uh, I think I'm a very open person. Uh, maybe I have, uh, I'm talking too much, too quickly, uh, but I always like to have every situation uh, opened and solved as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I hate situations when you have problems and I hear from someone, okay, so uh, let's face this problem on Friday. Why? If we are talking about this problem right now, let's solve it immediately and go further. Yeah, And this goes with this cultural fit because there are some organizations which are not ready for it because they have, let's say, a different meeting for them or uh, another person needed to be. And if you are not into it, then it makes problems for you. Uh, when I was once switching the, the companies, I also needed some time and I didn't understand why solving problems takes weeks instead of seconds, yeah? Uh, and immediate, immediate decisions. And then I was learning that, okay, here, we are taking care of the decisions. We are thinking more about them. We are thinking if they are good or bad. Uh, what are the good sides? What are the bad sides? And it was going slowly. And actually, that was a very difficult time for me to switch from the previous company when we've been uh, uh, riding 200 miles per hour, uh, per hour nonstop into the moment, okay, let's face it. Let's meet on Friday, think about the opportunities or leave it for the next uh, quarter. Why? 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 So actually, this time for the switching was uh, was was difficult. And getting back to the to the topic, uh, understand again the 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 cultural fit and the, the responsibility for the rest of the uh, teammates and uh, face it. But at the end, I like it. <laughs> On that note, though, Matthias, I think there are, in my experience, there are some decisions that new, do need a bit of time to reflect and think about, especially when they are significant decisions, maybe around the direction or future of a business, for example. So you've experienced both. Do you think there's room for fast decision and slow decision making? Uh, yes, now I'm educated enough to understand that there are things that you can solve immediately and there are things that should really, really uh, uh, wait. Uh, I think that the very important thing is that all of the decisions should be based on data and later on personal uh, feelings. Actually, there should be, the feelings are important. I mean, the, the feelings for the for the business decisions, yeah, the strategic, the et cetera, but they should be based on uh, rather on data. And if we talk about the, the team management, uh, actually, of course we have the company, which is hiring, uh, uh, which is hiring the people. Uh, uh, so the, the 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 goal the the goal of the company is to have an income, of course. Uh, but everything should be planned with the strategic uh, uh, in a, with, with some kind of the strategy strategy. Uh, but here, even if we have some difficult decisions that I have also uh, uh, faced uh, uh, faced during my uh, my career, and I will be facing, of course, in the in the future, uh, is that. Uh, uh, you need to um, always tell people uh, the truth. Yeah, that actually this is my key value. And um, I don't know if it's a very good moment for it, but each time and everybody who was working with me can uh, uh, can prove that uh, each time I hire someone, I when I say about my key values, one of them is truth. And it's easy, like if you lie to me once, you will not be working with me anymore. Uh, uh, and we're gonna uh, cut this uh, uh, immediately. And uh, that is the, the most important value for me. So um, if you are 
so dear, dear future actual uh, leaders uh, uh, if you are going to face uh, difficult decisions yeah think three times uh, i have another another tip from my dad that if i have extremely difficult decision i never do a decision the same day so like i can think about it i can write down some ideas i can call another person but the decision will not be made same day i need one day for for off maybe some new minds on it uh, uh the, the new the new uh, uh point of view actually so uh have a breath have a one day uh, one day stop before something important and remember how you are going to tell this uh, uh information for the for the employee and be open and as much as you as you can and as much as the situation uh, allows you to uh, because you cannot always uh, uh, you cannot always tell too much uh, like for example imagine a situation that uh, your company in uh, the pr and marketing is uh, is riding great that you have you are the unicorn but on the other hand you have terrible uh, finance problems yes and what to do tell people that hey uh, we are balancing on the on the edge fin as a razor or instead see what internet is talking about everything is great we'll be just making some changes and you don't know uh why so balancing is uh is difficult there yeah uh be be so so like be be opened uh, uh be opened and tell the tell the truth and everything will be will go good especially with the people yeah if they understand your values they will go with you if they they don't understand uh maybe they will change uh to fit uh, or maybe, or maybe not. Then, then actually, it will not work out. Matthias, thank you for for sharing that with us. And one last question, then we hand over to you to just maybe share anything that any exciting projects or things that you have on the go at the moment that you'd like to share with our listeners. So, the question I would like to ask you about is you you talked about leaving your ego at the door, which I think is a really interesting point and difficult. <laughs> difficult exactly so what advice could you give to people to help them to do that uh, it's like working on ourselves uh i can understand the situation when someone i also had faced this problem uh when i was uh, promoted into the the coo uh position uh, so so leaving this ego was very very difficult uh behind the doors uh actually i think that if you focus on your goals, uh, which are the, the company goals, like the, the income, the targets, uh, then how to uh, fit the, the rest of the team. So even under different difficult conditions, uh, they will uh, work the they will work the 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 aims, the targets that you have uh, you have in your mind. Then you will see that there is no no way and no space actually. Yeah, no space. Uh, for the ego uh, there there is only space for the for the hard work and having a good great fun uh, uh, by the way of course yeah and i also i also have some background as a sales consultant and it gave me and it, it opened my mind very widely because visiting various companies in various areas uh, i mean industries uh, and various places of of poland or europe uh, opened the mind that uh, it's a very very big problem and only if someone will show you that, hey, your ego stops you from going further because uh, ego makes what kind of problems? I mean, those silly problems, yeah? You have a big problem that your desk is not cleaned or your footer is in italic instead of bold. Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm just, those are not maybe, maybe there are companies where it is a, a, real, a real problem, uh, but at the end, 
you can spot that those are those can make such a silly and uh, uh, silly and uh, stupid actually problems uh, that if you spend uh, some time on solving on it you can always have uh, uh, you can always make better uh, uh, better things i think uh, i agree I think one of the things to remember is that as you progress your career and have a more senior role, never forget the roots, never forget where you started and that other people are in that same position and have some empathy for that and help them also to flourish and be the best they can be. Yes, I think that having uh, a background and and trying to to level up the the career from especially from the from the jobs that we've been doing in probably school time, yeah, like uh, delivering the the leaflets, uh, pizza uh, on bicycle after uh, after yeah. school or sometimes during the school because someone preferred to deliver pizza on the bicycle rather than uh, going on the lessons. Uh, so so collecting all those backgrounds uh, can prove you that uh, that there is no place for. For, uh, for the stupidest, for the ego problems, which is, um, I can say openly, it's just stupid, really. But it happens, unfortunately. And this is it why uh, companies are not uh, improving themselves and people are leaving the companies because uh, I, 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 read, I read a nice saying that people are not leaving the companies, they are leaving bosses. And there is a lot of truth there. Yeah, very good point. A very good note to, to, to end on. So, Matthias, tell us a bit about any exciting projects that you would like to, to share with listeners. Um, actually, uh, there are some few things uh, which are working on Celiza right now, but the most important and, uh, uh, and the greatest project for me right now is the international expansion of our product. Uh, uh, because uh, having, the, having the fit with the Polish market and making some kind of the experiment uh, was very tough and very difficult. And right now we are starting the, uh, um, the abroad a broad market inquisition, uh, uh, which is um, the greatest project for me right now. Uh, uh, so delivering the tool that is able to help sales people uh, to know exactly what's going on with their offer and uh, uh, what is interesting or not there and automate the, uh, automate the sales process uh, at the follow-up uh, uh, section is the, is the most important uh, for me right now product is working right uh, we are fitting people into the international uh, uh, international market which is difficult uh, because of the time zones <laughs> because uh, we are aiming not only on the european market uh, but also states and because of the time zone uh, we need to face the the problem of the of the saints and especially the uh, day and night uh, time so that is i think facing problem because i don't want anyone to work at night instead of uh, day it can sounds very very silly i know there are thousands of books podcasts and solutions on it but in my culture fit with the organization that we are creating it is a problem to find people and how to split this time to to set the the, the best customer uh, support so i think that uh, having an attitude on this culture fit makes uh, uh, solve problem easier but this is the topic for my uh, thursday uh, mastermind group <laughs> excellent well we wish you every success with the product and i think people can sign up for a free account can't they yes uh, everyone can uh, can access the 14 days long trial uh, maybe we can share any any link uh, for our listeners uh, so uh, so you can uh, use it as, as as much as you can and still decide if you would like to uh, be our client yeah we will do 
So thank you very much indeed, Matthias, for sharing your insights with us and uh, being very open about that and giving us some very interesting things to think about. Thank you very much. Uh, that was my first visit in the international podcast. So as you can hear, I am a little bit stressed. Uh, so I'm uh, so I'm sorry, uh, of course, but uh, I hope that uh, our listeners uh, will get some uh, value uh, and enjoy enjoy the, the rest of the day. It didn't seem stressed to me, and I think your English is amazing. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Likewise, I agree. And uh, thanks very much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Okay. It's a pleasure to hear from you. Thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted your leadership. And if any of these concepts resonate with you and you'd like to find out more about leadership and business growth, go to the RGM website, rjen.co.uk.